Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business. Maybank has partnered with social enterprises to capture the talents and creativity of artists in some ASEAN countries. In an exhibition titled Entwine, Maybank Women Eco Weavers Meet Southeast Asian Artists, the public will have a glimpse into the livelihood and artistic talents of traditional weavers living in rural parts of Indonesia, Cambodia, Laos and Malaysia that have been supported by the Maybank Women Eco Weavers Programme. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Mr. Sharil Azwa Jimin, CEO of Maybank Foundation, Mr. Kairudin Hori, Curatorial Director and Partner at Chan Hori Contemporary in Singapore, and Mr. Lyle Buancamino, an artist to discuss and twine Maybank's women's commitment to social enterprises and their ongoing efforts to draw attention to sustainable practices. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you. We're going to start with you, Sharil. For the benefit of our listeners, could you explain what uh, Maybank Foundation does and why you got behind Women Eco Weavers Meet Southeast Asian Artists? Thank you, Clarissa. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here today. Uh, and a very exciting time for us, especially as the Antoine Maybank Women Eco Weavers uh, exhibition is still currently going on mm-hmm. at the National Museum of Singapore until the 8th of September. Mm-hmm. Now, the exhibition is actually the outcome of one of our core flagship programs okay. called Maybank Women Eco Weavers. Mm-hmm. That's one of our six programs that Maybank Foundation has running in multiple countries uh, in, in the ASEAN region. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we do is that the mandate given to Maybank Foundation is to positively impact communities in the markets that Maybank operates. Mm -hmm. So that's 18 countries worldwide, but we tend to focus our work in all the 10 ASEAN countries where Maybank is very heavily present uh, physically. So and uh, the commitment that we we run through is the commitment that has been given by at the very top level of Maybank from the board, Mm -hmm. whereby a decision was made uh, about Mm 2010-2011 that the group will allocate about 1% of its net profit to community efforts. That is quite a lot. That is actually global best practice right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, in the context of Maybank, that's sufficient for us to try to do something try to make a difference and try to impact positively the communities. So we come up with various programs uh, that will immediately try to address issues. Mm -hmm. We try not to be too philanthropic or too charitable. There Mm -hmm. are other organisations doing that well, so Mm -hmm. so that's good. But we try to look at programmes which are more sustainable, that are able to offer longer-term solutions Mm -hmm. uh, for the communities. So one of the things we looked at uh, throughout all the 10 ASEAN countries, there exists a tradition, a culture and heritage of weaving, uh, right. fabric weaving, textile weaving. Yeah? And uh, number one, often they're done by women mm-hmm. in difficult circumstances. And number two, in many of these countries, that art and that tradition is actually dying. Now, either because of modernization or through certain unnatural causes. For example, in Cambodia, they went through a very difficult period in the 70s during the Khmer Rouge regime. Mm-hmm. Skilled weavers were unfortunately 
treated the same as engineers, as architects, and they were killed, unfortunately. Over a quarter of the Cambodian population was killed, and the weavers went along with them. Right. So there exists a missing generation of weavers. So then we realised other countries also face various issues, mm -hmm. and we are going to lose this ASEAN identity of having beautiful handwoven fabrics and textiles if we, do, if we don't do something about it. And given the, the scale of Maybank, given that 1% of net profit I was telling you about, mm -hmm. we are in a position to make a difference. And if we don't do it, then we are not uh, fulfilling uh, our commitment to the communities that we exist in. It's interesting that you thought that weaving was art. I've always thought that when I've travelled through Tunganu and parts of East Malaysia, I've always bought pieces of material and framed them as mementos of my trips because I thought they were so beautiful. So f to come back to the eco-weavers meet Southeast Asian artists, maybe we, we talk to the curatorial director and partner. Kairudin, tell us more about what we can expect to see. Well, in this exhibition, uh, we see a display of both tradition and the contemporary. Mm -hmm. So we have sent artists, uh, six artists to date, uh, to Padang in Indonesia, in mm -hmm. Sumatra, mm -hmm. to Lombok, uh, to Laos, Siangguang province, which is a UNESCO heritage uh, site, mm -hmm. actually, and uh, Cambodia, and then to Kuching in Sarawak. Uh, and all these artists, they meet master weavers while they are there. And right. we're talking not in cities, we're talking like in the depth, in the kampongs, you know, uh, where they really, really get to spend time together, whether at the weaving centres. Finding out about the craft Yeah, during itself. the weaving and also outside of weaving, you know, their mm -hmm. livelihoods, their daily uh, rituals and their lives. So they get to know each other on a really deep level. They are inspired by each other. Uh, the artists then uh, come back uh, creating new artworks based mm -hmm. on their experiences, often in partnership with the weavers themselves. Okay. So a lot of the artworks are uh, in the form of fabric as well. You okay. know, some are uh, woven by the weavers themselves, some are made uh, in collaboration with other artisans, mm -hmm. wood covers, for example. Uh, and this is what you will see. So, so you'll see the traditional uh, as well as the contemporary and also their stories. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, at the exhibition, we also invite uh, the weavers from Cambodia, weavers from uh, Indonesia and weavers from Laos on weekends to do demonstration of actual uh, traditional weaving. Mm -hmm. So the public can interact with them, they can ask questions and we also work with uh, uh, Singaporean uh, storytellers, story uh, Kamini Ramachandran, mm -hmm. uh, who uh, uh, have sessions with children every weekend, you mm -hmm. know, telling stories about legends and myths of Asia through the fabrics and through the methods of weaving okay. and things like that. So we have, the exhibition is quite animated. You know, mm -hmm. it's uh, you see best of both worlds, I think, you know. All right, we bring into the conversation one of the six artists involved in Entwine Maybank Women Eco Weavers Meet Southeast Asian Artists. Lyle Buencamino, you spent some time in Sarawak. Yeah, in Sarawak. In, in Akuching. Yeah. Yes. What What was your takeaway from that? Um, there was a lot of interesting things. Actually, I went in. Um, I purposefully didn't inform myself so uh, of so you didn't the know culture. what to expect. Yeah. So I purposefully. This is how I do my work. Is mm -hmm. I usually throw myself in, and usually artists will come in with a sort of like expertise on like what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I 
choose uh, the route of like ignorance, you know, <laughs> it's like a sort of a deep well of material. So sure. I go in there, and then naturally people will tell you, you know, their culture. Their uh, I remember right when I got there, I was told about um, this the the white raja and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it it was the first impression I got. And then they would, they would say, like, you know, do you know anything about Sarawak? Do you know anything about Kuching and stuff? And so, yeah, this this relationship with um, this this ruler that was not native, mm-hmm. right, which was very interesting to me in the beginning because uh, my impression of it, of I'm not like a scholar <laughs> or anything, but my impression of it was it's kind of like the reverse of like what I where I come from, where, uh, for example, the the white rajas, mm-hmm. which they call them, would uh, actually try to integrate into the local culture. Whereas, like where I come from, of course, Philippines, we're all like just subjugated. <laughs> so, so I found Ooh, that I found, yeah, I found I, I found the relationship interesting. Like, it's like the right. inverse, and then we're all Asian, so like to have this kind of point of view was like, quite interesting. I find it uh, uh, quite intriguing that you picked weavers, women weavers, mm-hmm. because it does bring along with it as as you put their art and their craft into the forefront, more empowerment for them in areas where women empowerment isn't exactly a priority in some places. Well, it is a priority uh, in Maybank. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my programs uh, actually... Uh, benefit the women more than anybody else. I have certain KPIs. For yeah, example, I want to stand up and clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a certain program uh, that is called RISE, Rich Independence and Sustainable Entrepreneurship, okay. whereby we train, met, mentor disabled people to become economically independent and mm-hmm. they're able to start their own business. Uh, I, I've trained 6,400 people in four countries. Uh, nearly 70% of them are women. Yes, so um, we, we make it a point because one of the the mission of Maybank, uh, humanizing financial services, there is a definition behind that. And one of the definition is um, that we we create inclusion. Yeah, we create inclusion that we don't leave anybody behind. So in, and going back to Maybank Women Equivers, we try to see who is not properly addressed, who are slipping through the cracks and mm-hmm. not getting enough support. And we sense that, my God, this is one area that we should be involved in. So it was quite easy to go into there. So we started working with uh, the communities in Indonesia mm-hmm. um, and then Cambodia, Laos and then Malaysia. But it's always working with people who know them best. We work with um, various uh, social enterprises or uh, community groups, and local governments to identify the best people to work with. And we've got very solid partners in all these four countries. Yeah, for example, in uh, Indonesia, our partner is a mother NGO, who, which uh, champions uh, women empowerment in the business, mm-hmm. the small business. Yeah, And their members are 50 smaller NGOs uh, throughout Indonesia, and they're very active in 20 of the 34 provinces. Right. So that was a natural choice to work with them. So, so I saw that today we have four uh, centres that we work with local governments for the weaving, two in West Sumatra, two in Lombok. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Cambodia, we work with uh, Color Silk, another social enterprise, that we have two silk weaving centres. Now, that these are our own Maybank silk weaving training centres. Uh, similar model in Laos and also in, in Sarawak, Malaysia. So I saw that today we have eight centres for capacity building, for mm-hmm. silk weaving, for, for women. And we have trained so far, since March 2016, 650 women who are now 
economically independent, doing on well on their own, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, a lot of other social benefits that come into play. For example, they don't have to leave their homes. In what Kai mentioned earlier, most of these communities are in a rural side. Mm-hmm. They don't have to leave their families, small kids, aging parents to go work in the city. Right. They can operate from home. We buy the, uh, their products and we put them out in the market. Uh, and that uh, the products now are available in Europe, in, in Japan. Mm-hmm. And our collaboration with the National Museum of Singapore that you alluded to earlier is is a really big milestone for us because uh, as of yesterday, their products are also available at the museum shop of, of the National Museum of Singapore. I was going to ask, as mm. a typical Singaporean <laughs> consumer, <laughs> at this exhibition, if I liked what I saw, mm. can I buy some, is there a takeaway yes, that I can? Uh, what are, can I buy? There are products uh, like the, I mean, various products from from three different uh, countries actually uh, now at the museum shops. Uh, but also, I've been told by some of these uh, weavers or the the, the representative of the weavers mm-hmm. that they have been contacted by businesses. Uh, because of this exhibition, right. who are businesses who are interested to work with them on a bigger scale, sure. you know, and that's it's, great and news. It's seriously, because and uh, one of the things that we want want to uh, achieve by doing these kind of things is to get greater exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six hundred fifty women, not just the weavers, but the little micro economists, they mm-hmm. have created had a lot of interesting stories to tell. We need a place to tell all these stories. Mm-hmm. So when we do these kind of exhibitions. Uh, their, 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 their life stories come out but more importantly they are also given their exposure so at this exhibition like Kyle said our partners have been approached mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I should be mentioning but there's one huge hotel chain <laughs> luxury hotel chain <laughs> has approached one of our partners mm. for, for her to potentially supply material for them to put up in their hotel rooms can you imagine? And that's a life-changing contract mm. right there. That life-changing contract, not only for our partner, but for hundreds of participants uh, of, her, of our program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah that sounds absolutely mm. wonderful. Now, we are speaking to Sharil Azwa, uh, Jimin, CEO of Maybank Foundation, Kairudin Hori, Curatorial Director and Partner at Chan Hori Contemporary in Singapore, and Lyle Buancamino, an artist, to discuss Antoine. Now, I'm interested in why is it called Antoine. Well, it is quite simple, actually. It is what it is. It's, oh, the, it's, the, meshing, <laughs> it's the meshing together of uh, cultures, okay. you know, of philosophies, so of the contemporary and the traditional, and, uh, you know, the institution and the corporate, mm-hmm. and then myself, the curator and the artist, and, you know, with Maybank. And so it's a meeting point, right. you know, uh, for everyone. And it's a point where we can have a conversation and we can work together, we can be together. Uh, because, you know, in Southeast Asian contemporary art, for example, the tradition, rituals, the spiritual mm-hmm. is never apart, never away sure. from the art of the Southeast Asia. Sure. So we might think that weaving is so traditional, but, you know, one of our artists, uh, Sharul Jamili from Malaysia last year who did a program in Padang, mm-hmm. uh, so he tried to design new patterns mm-hmm. okay, for the weavers to weave. And then, and Sharu Jamili, uh, normally his artwork is uh, embedded with uh, Islamic geometric kind mm-hmm. of uh, design or philosophies. He realized that for him, uh, for the weavers to make this new pattern, he would have to design the pattern pixel by pixel. Right. You know, the terminology pixel did not exist, exist when weaving okay. first started. Of course. <laughs> but it is 
in their philosophy and right. it is very mathematical very much as form of engineering well i couldn't weave i tried yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you go to these tourist places they try yeah, to teach yeah, you right and yeah. i think the woman weaver that was trying to teach me just kind of looked at me and went uh-uh. Well, in Lombo, it's a prerequisite <laughs> to marriage. Uh, okay, I would, be, I would never be married at that point. <laughs> Before we let you go, because we're almost out of time, I'm going to turn my attention back to Sharil. As the CEO of Maybank Foundation, what are you looking forward to, to achieving next with the foundation? Um, I'm focusing on the Maybank Women Equivers uh, now, currently, because of the partnership that we have just started mm-hmm. for, with the National Museum of Singapore, uh, Unit of National Heritage Board of Singapore. Yeah? And there's so much potential uh, from this collaboration in terms of not just doing research, but in terms of exhibiting and taking this on a more global scale. Right. And the idea is to create uh, one ASEAN identity. Mm-hmm. And we we have that opportunity here. So when we talk about Europe, you, you have European art, European culture, European food. You, people hardly talk about ASEAN art or ASEAN culture. Because Which I think is very rich. Be, yeah, it's very rich, yes. but it seems mm-hmm. to be quite fragmented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now when we look at this, all this weaving, there is so much commonalities mm-hmm as opposed to the differences that sometimes people like to talk about. Mm. So, uh, together with, um, with, with Kai of China Nohori and looking at our collaboration with the National Museum of Singapore, we, we, we feel that there's a strong opportunity for us to take this more global. All right. Yeah. And I wish you all the best with that. I'd like to see more of our Southeast Asian art in major museums in the Western part of the world. Thank you very much, Thank gentlemen, you. for Thank coming you. in and talking to us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.